Green Visions is a production of the North 103.3 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future. And today our guest is Kristen Poppleton, the Senior Director of Programs with Climate Generation. Kristen is on the line. Good morning, Kristen. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing A-OK up here. How about yourself? I am doing great. Excellent great. to hear. Glad to be on this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking the time. Well, uh, COP27 uh, just wrapped up and want to talk about that a little bit today. And let's start out just by um, getting people caught up here a little bit. Uh, climate generation, uh, where you work, would love to get just kind of a, a bit of a definition, goals, missions of the group, and maybe even just a quick uh, definition of COP27 for those that uh, might need to get caught up with that. Yeah, it definitely is sort of a wonky term. Not everyone knows what it is. Right. So yeah, I'll start. I'll start with climate gen. So, climate generation. We're um, we're based in Minnesota. We're an environmental nonprofit. We're um, based in actually the Twin Cities on um, occupied ancestral and contemporary lands of the Dakota and Anishinaabe people. Uh, but we have staff and programming across North America, and of course, as we're here to talk about today, something international. We work there. And our mission is to ignite and sustain the ability of educators, youth, and communities to take action on the systems perpetuating the climate crisis. Um, and so today, you've invited me here to talk to, uh, about COP27. So what, what the heck is that? Um, COP is, stands for Conference of the Parties. And uh, parties, just to break it down even more, is actually countries. So it's Conference of the Countries. And it's conference of the countries that have signed on to the international agreement to take action on climate change, the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. And those parties, those countries meet annually uh, to develop um, processes, mechanisms, agreements on how the world at a global level can, can take action on that. And our organization is really privileged to um, have accreditation to be able to go and observe these conferences every year. And we've been doing that since 2009. Um, and we join uh, nonprofits, businesses, universities, uh, young people, um, island nations, people from around the world in that process, uh, not to take part in the actual writing and negotiation part, but to be there as to bear witness and to put a little pressure on uh, what we think is really important to be included in those negotiations. Sure. And it sounds like you already uh, kind of tackled my next question, which is what role uh, some uh, folks from Climate Generation have. How many folks did go over uh, to, it was in Egypt this year, how many folks from Climate Generation did you have represented over at COP27 this year? Yeah, so we were able to support 12 delegates this year to attend the COP. Uh, one of them included our executive director, but we generally really focus on sending folks that are not uh, in our organization, but people um, that represent the voices that really need to be centered and included at the COP. Um, and so the majority of our delegates this year were youth, uh, and youth actually in the United Nations terms is up to 35 years old, right. um, but they were mostly in their 20s, one in high school. And they were from uh, Miami, Pakistan, Egypt, Trinidad, Chicago, Detroit, Guam, and Minneapolis. And all of them um, work in the area of education and engagement. 
And so much like us um, doing work similar to what Climate Gen does. So we're not, you know, building solar panels, putting up wind turbines, uh, doing that sort of infrastructure work. We're doing human infrastructure work. And the United Nations actually recognizes that work like that is part of what needs to happen. They call that action for climate empowerment. And so we choose to send delegates to the COP that are in that, that area because that public participation, that education, that engagement, that, you know, those environmental defenders of the world, we know we need that just as much as we need the building of the solar panels and the, you know, the decarbonization infrastructure, because that is what pushes us and to and builds the momentum to action at this whole of society level. Right. And this is kind of a big question, and I, I'll, I'll challenge you to be somewhat brief about this, but overall yeah. overall takeaways from the conference, uh, what was maybe hopeful, what feels like a setback, was this just par for the course? Yeah, some overall uh, thoughts on COP27. Yeah, well, it was sort of a mixed bag, but I would say the biggest good news, the biggest success was this, was the implementation of um, what has been called, you'll probably have seen it, the loss and damage fund. And this is a huge win because for 30 years, actually, people have been pushing for there to be a fund, an establishment of funding for the areas that are being most impacted by climate change to be paid for from the developed countries who are responsible for 79% actually of of the emissions. And this fund was actually finally put into place, um, basically reparations for, for climate change. Sure. That does seem like a really new thing. Has that been a conversation that's been on the table for a while and it's only getting traction now? Yeah. I mean, 30 years this has been on the table um, being pushed. And it's really going back to what I said of, you know, why we send folks that are actually in the in the business of engagement and education. These are the people that actually made this happen. It's their voices pushing. It's those people um, being there and continually asking and pushing their countries to take this action that actually made this happen. So it's it's work from civil society, from just people. Um, it wasn't an epiphany from from these countries. It was actually pressure that made it happen. So that that is the the most positive outcome from the COP this year. Okay. And if you're just joining yeah. us, uh, listeners, this is uh, Kristen Poppleton, the Senior Director of Programs with Climate Generation, joining us today for Green Visions. A couple more questions for you, um, and a lot of it's about the future now. So how has this year's COP27 changed your future objectives or potential actions for climate generation? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we continue to know it's an you know universal truth that the work of this ACE work, this education and engagement work is how we will get our push decision makers to do the work that, that needs to happen. And so um, we will be continuing to attend COPS because we know we have this opportunity, this privilege to stand really in solidarity with those that are being impacted most and use our voices for change. Um, uh, but we know that international agreements are, are critical for action, but they're not actually what's going to solve the problem. So we're going to continue to support young people here throughout the state of Minnesota organizing around ambitious and just action. We have a, a very climate-friendly government this right now in Minnesota. And so we have the opportunity, I think, to really push for some important changes. We're going to continue supporting teachers across North America, teaching about climate change, inspiring the next generation. And 
um, really centering, I would say, one of the things that came out of COP this year, which we know to be true, but was once again reemphasized is the importance of centering human rights and indigenous leadership and this current and future generation. So I don't know that we'll change much. I think we come back from these things fired up and inspired to keep pushing um, to for this just and equitable action and look for that future that we know that we, we want. And just a question of curiosity, where is the next one being held? It will be in Dubai, okay. in the United Arab Emirates next year. All right, a little bit of a... Some light being shined on Dubai right now, what with the World Cup being there, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So, yeah, yeah. okay, taking, uh, playing host to a lot of things. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your time, really appreciate your thoughtful responses, and best of luck uh, going forward. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great um, week. Yeah, you as well. Take care. Bye. Once again, that is Kristen Poppleton, Senior Director of Programs with Climate Generation, kind of giving us a recap on COP27. And this has been Green Visions. Green Visions is a production of the North, 1033, to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future.